pressure. I didn't want to get beat by a guy with a hook, you know. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I got to tell you, man, I'm bummed out that I haven't been able to make it. I'm sad. I'm sad. I don't know that. I'm not sure if Tweezers has been played yet or not. No. <laughs> you would imagine night 13. We're going to be looking at a well, we'll say Tweezer this. night. We are lucky that we found that band. Who else can go to Madison Ooh. Square Garden for 13 shows and not repeat a song? And bring down the house. straight shows. Night. No repeats. It's... Uh, Nick and Drew, back with you on the Quizzo Podcast. If you have no idea what we're talking about, Nick and I have been longtime fish supporters, traveled the globe. How many states have we seen this band in, Nick? Have we ever try to figure that out? <laughs> I have no idea, man. Something in the neighborhood You're the one with of, the memory. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I just go alone for the ride. Somewhere more than 15 and less than 25, I would say. Fairly reasonable. I mean... If you count the states that we drove through to get to other states, well, too. I mean, then, then, at least know, half like, of America. That, that's like 47. Yeah, I was say, at least <laughs> half of America. No, but we've gone coast to coast. All right, so uh, if you don't know what we're referring to, the uh, legendary band Fish is in Madison Square Garden right now, completing 13 shows in 16 total nights. Is it something like that? I don't uh, know. I think it's a little more than 16 nights. It seems like they're playing Tuesday, Wednesday, taking off Thursday, playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, taking off, off Monday. Monday. Yeah. Right, so, okay, so... Uh, four days off, so and and that's uh, a new record beating whose record, Nick? There's your first trivia question. Right, whose right. record is I should Fish know this. beating for the most consecutive nights at Madison Square Garden and the highest attendance over those nights? Billy Joel. Billy Joel yes. with twelve. That's absolutely oh, really? correct. Is yep. it twelve? So that's, that's right. why they went for the Baker's one dozen. Extra? You bet. All right. That's why and you know there's like a donut theme to each show, yes. which is awesome. <laughs> I've seen that. Last night was uh, peanut butter cinnamon or peanut butter chocolate sprinkled holes. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, jam. I know it started off with coconut. Right, jam. First jam one. filled was one of them. And so. uh, junior senior. Do you remember that band? No. Junior senior. I actually bought the CD. They had a song oh called God. like "Can't Stop, Won't Stop the Beat." <laughs> I bought that album, and on that album there was a song. Called Shake Your Coconuts. Right. And that's what started the whole Baker's Dozen. Like night one, song one, they came out and played Junior Seniors. Shake, Shake Your, your coconuts. coconuts. Yeah, you see. <laughs> these are all spoiler alerts, folks. I don't want to know this stuff because uh, I am going to binge all of these at some point in time, so we'll figure it out. But uh, all right, so just uh, refreshing what we do here. We're uh, giving you information on the upcoming Quizzo live trivia contest, which is played all over the country in various forms. And uh, com is the website for that. And uh, what Nick and I like to do is challenge each other with a bunch of meaningless nonsense as well as give you guys tips about how to uh, It hurts me out when you call it meaningless nonsense. nonsense. It's a, it's this a, it's is a, my a, life. Yes, it is, not, <laughs> it is not meaningless nonsense. I have dedicated it is, it is, it is, my life to it this is, stuff. It is, it is epic amounts. And you call of, it meaningless nonsense. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I always say that to, to hell, man. I always say that to people. <laughs> I always say that to people when I get them to play because I don't want them to feel uh, less inadequate. I should say because they don't know this stuff. Because the randomness of it is part of the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? It, we, we don't have like just science. We're not just this. We're everything. And we might throw something at you. Well, it that, is funny because people. You know, it's, how can I? Explain this. Like Stern will always say, like he'll have a caller come in and say, "Oh, you know, don't do this or don't do that." He's like, "Dude, I've been the number one show on the radio for thirty <laughs> years. You think I don't?" So, like at this point, when people say to me, "Oh, you should have more science questions," oh, I'm gonna be like. Dude, I've been writing trivia for 15 years. Listen. If I write more science questions, people are going to be like, what's with all the science? Yeah, like, and, and I have to play the balance, but just because you like science. And there's the best no is, I, I give the guy get... a science question on the spot, and I'll get it wrong. Oh, of course. Well, that's Everybody my favorite. Everybody thinks they know more about a certain topic than they do. Yeah. And then you have the guys that are just really trivia buffs, and they know everything about everything. Well, and it's I think hard it's just a matter of being well-rounded. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, we, we hit on topics that I think are the popular topics of every different genre, so it's not like we're 
all over the place with stuff you wouldn't want to know anyway. That's kind of one of the criteria we always have is, is this interesting? Do you want to know the answer if you don't know the answer? Sure. Or are you going to stick with is it? Is it a talking point yeah, for yeah. a team? If you didn't want to know uh, anyway and it was something that's like, you know, how many hairs are on the human head? And, you, and the answer is 1,643,000 or, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's great you bring this it's up. random stuff. I can narrow this down. We talked about this early in maybe the first or second podcast. When you're building a team, you want to diversify. You want to have a sports guy, a movie Absolutely. guy, a music guy. But also, it takes you know talking it out and thinking it out the right way. Like I'm going to ask you a question right here, okay. and, and this is a question that who cares? Sure. But you know who cares if you think it out and you get it right? That's then you, who, care. Then you so, care. So I'm going to ask that's you true. this one. Okay, that's definitely true. Here you go. I like it. Who invented the waterproof boot? The waterproof boot. So okay. first thing you got to think to yourself when you're thinking through this is, why would I ask this? Right. I'd ask it because I think if you thought about it, you could get it. That's why I'm asking. Right. Because so I want you is it to a have a good time. That's the answer? W- well, the question is, who invented the waterproof boot? The first word that c- the name comes to mind is DuPont. Okay, because you're thinking rubber. Yeah. All right. And, and I'm also thinking... Uh, you know, I, Teflon or whatever they okay. invented, so maybe that's what you put on the outside of... Uh, so do you think Ro- Goodyear, I think, actually invented vulcanized rubber? Fair enough, okay. But yeah, yeah. when you think of the rubber boot, I'm thinking, maybe what is it used for? What are you using a rubber boot for? Fishing. Okay, or outdoors? Sure. Okay, now think. What name comes to mind? When you think fishing or outdoors? Yeah, uh, outdoor so gear. L.L. Bean? L.L. Bean. Hey. You got it. Look at that. So you talk <laughs> it out, you come to the right answer, and then you write down L.L. Bean, and then when I read the right answer, your team cheers because right. you figured it out. So. And, and true. It's part of the is, fun. That is meaningless nonsense, sure. but at the same time, it's exceptionally interesting. <laughs> right. And That's how you got to start. Point. So L.L. Bean opened his first store in Maine selling waterproof boats. That's right. And he made it all the way to you know every... Uh, what do you call those? Uh, what do you call those catalogs? Oh yeah, I was thinking oh, of those outlet malls. Outlet mall. <laughs> yeah. Every outlet, every outlet mall in the country has got an LL Bean. <laughs> I like it. All right, I got one back for you, and this is um, another example of kind of how you formulate a question that is two questions in one question, right? And I like these a lot too because this is a what can be this or this, right? So uh, on its own merits, it may not be that interesting, but I like these words that are. Uh, you know, kind of both things, in, in uh, especially in general knowledge context. So what can be a mobile phone company or a popular British sport? Popular British sport? A mobile phone company or a popular British sport? Right, I think the way to do this is to go through the mobile phone companies quickly. Sure. Uh, and that's why I like it, because it's, it's one of those things where I can very easily ask a So I've never heard of, of Apple or Sprint. Or AT&T. Those are providers. I'm not sure if you're talking about mobile phone providers or the companies that make them. Like, you know, Motorola, uh, Samsung. Um, Do you want a hint on that level? It's not a manufacturer. It's a It's, it's a one of the providers? Provider. It's a provider. All right, so T-Mobile. Yep. Sprint, AT&T, Verizon. Oh, I got it. What is it? Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> yeah, good one. Absolutely. Like so there you go. Popular British sport that most Americans. That was good. Could the hint helped understand. me just because then I was able to focus. Do in you on... understand cricket at all? Is it like a total mystery? To I know you what they call the pitcher, played? the bowler. Okay, I know the two teams that were in like the big championship this year. Okay, which were India and Pakistan. That's Pakistan right. beat India in the right. And that I think was they like... call it the President's Cup. Is that right? Uh. We had no. the Ashes is the big one, but that's an English uh, Australian. No, this is once every four years. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like the it's World the World Cup. Cup, but it's for cricket. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't know what, what they call yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that that's right. And that was played in England, but those are two huge countries: the West Indies, South Africa. Uh, these are countries that are very. I know into... it's similar to baseball. There's the batter, the bowler. Yeah, so it's a flat bat. So flat that's bat. the biggest thing. So you got the bowler, and what happens is there's three posts behind the batter. And they're called wickets, right? right? And they have a little, uh, tiny little, almost like a giant ping pong ball on top of each of them, right? Okay. So the goal for the bowler is to hit that little ball off that wicket. Okay, so he's trying to... He's trying to knock one of those three posts. So it's essentially they throw a strike. Right. And the batter's sole job is to prevent that from happening any way he can. I know the games can go on for days. 
Well, so there's I've learned about this because I've listened to so much about soccer that uh, on British radio that that you know it, it's like them talking about football and baseball. Uh, so, okay, so you, you call know, into a football show and right, baseball and gets the, mentioned or something. Right, 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 and it's just like it, you know on on British talk sport radio you hear a lot of cricket talk and whatever. So it's like I, I'd like at least to learn what this game is to see. And I don't have any interest. I'm not going into the cricket world. Don't worry. But uh, it is interesting how it's played. So those are called test matches, and they last like five days and they go on forever. But recently those were starting to die out. So the big cricket countries created a game called the T20 or the 2020, which are basically the equivalent of a baseball game. They go about three hours to four hours, right? So you're measuring completely different things. It doesn't go on forever. Um, And the goal is to basically try to score as many runs as you can in a very short period of time. So they found this format that they think is going to be able to populate across the world. And basically now what you have is the hardliners in, in British sport are really upset because test cricket's dying. And this sport's surging. Oh, my gosh. We just figured out how to fix baseball. <laughs> Three-inning game. Three-inning game. How I'm exciting would baseball day. be? Yeah. Like, it's like you got a runner on. Sure. And you only got nine outs to play with. <laughs> it's like start baseball in the extra innings of it. Uh, and it'll true. be so exciting. There's, there's no question about it. So so there you go. So that's the uh, one I got one. You throw one at me, and I'll uh, get another general knowledge one back at you. I have a couple interesting okay. ones today. Okay, let's see. Um, did you see who the richest man in the world is? For a minute, he was because I think his stock uh, dropped a little bit, and then it was like back to Bill Gates, and then it was back to Jeff Bezos. Okay, see, so yeah, I thought Bill Gates, yesterday I thought it was back to Bezos. Now it's back to Bezos, okay. but I mean, it's going to be based on the daily stock. It's going to be Bezos forever, yeah, because yeah. he's still in the game, and Bill right. Gates is donating his money, so yeah. he's slowly going down. Well, but Bezos. yeah, Je- Jeff Bezos. There's a great uh, meme online. It's one of the well, funniest things. Welcome I've to ever the richest seen. man in the world for probably the next what? You think it'll be less than fifty years? No, I mean the guys. You know, I mean, as long as he lives, like, will anybody? The guy literally just beat retail, right? All of it, all of it, <laughs> all of it at once. I feel like we need a guy to come in and do that to healthcare. Yeah, well, I mean, Steve Jobs, like a Cuban Steve or Jobs, somebody, or Steve Jobs uh, destroyed seven different fifty-year-old business models in succession. All right. So he did music, he did movies. Uh, he was the one who founded Pixar, right? Yep. So the animation studio blew that apart. Uh, books, Disney digi- had to buy it. Digital ebooks was basically one of the most disruptive. Uh, same with newspapers. So basically, by digitizing all of those things and putting it on your device and creating a subscription service, he started taking thirty percent of the cut for all of those subscription services on his platform. Yeah, uh, and, and organizing it in one place. Uh, education. Uh, there's a whole thing about how iTunes U basically took. Uh, you know, what would be a $100,000 education from the top universities online and put it out for free to the world, which may not, you know, in America, when you're looking for prestige and a degree might mean something. But if you're, you know, in Pakistan or India, those countries we just mentioned, that's pretty incredible that you can now just pop up iTunes U and, you know, if you have an get internet an connection, get an education. So there's, uh, you know, he, he obviously did a lot. And then, of course, electronics, the phone, uh, the iPod. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Think of what that does. So, so, so Bezos gets into the healthcare market. Well, somebody's got to be able to figure out a way to make this right? make it work. I mean, you would you would think. I I know I did some some research, and if a small community took the bill equally of what it cost their hospital to run, everybody could use the hospital for free, and it would be about a tenth of the cost of what a normal healthcare plan would be for each person there. So that yeah, it just doesn't seem like it would be that complicated. Well, Hire a hundred doctors and it, charge it, it, a flat it, rate. It, it's and... per, it's pretty simple. Insurance companies don't want that. Insurance of course companies they don't. want to be billion dollar companies that basically suck all those premiums in, don't pay stuff out, and then you know leave you in the state <laughs> right, you're in. So which right. is why every other country in the world. Oh, this has is a great this is a great segue. I got one more for you, and then right. I'll let you let you go. Uh, since we're talking about this, uh, what DC street is used as shorthand for the lobbying industry? But Washington, D.C. street do they use to describe the lobbying industry? So it's pretty much like when you talk about the ad industry, sure, you talk sure. about Madison, Madison ad, Avenue. Right, Madison. Right, right. What is the street in Washington, D.C.? You would think since I was born there, I should know this immediately without even thinking yeah, about it. It's not it. that easy, but I think once I say it, it'll ring a bell. Yeah, I'm just, I don't I'm, know if people I, know this or not. Nah, I'm pretty sure that I, I will know it when I hear it, but I'm not going to. Okay, they call be- it K Street. 
Yeah, I mean, I know where K Street is, and, yeah. and certainly, like, you know, Washington, D.C. is designed almost like a, uh, like, spokes of a bicycle wheel. Yes, like, it's, you a, look it's at so it, confusing. It goes, ev- ev- <laughs> no every street direction. leads to each other. Like you, Did they it, build it so you could never get to where you were going? I think that's it. Yeah, it was very intimidating just, and confusing, but basically, forget it. you could end up, if you get on the wrong street in the wrong direction, it could be... Dude, I lived there the time before for a year. I had no idea how to get back to where I was and going. And I have a great sense of direction. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I don't no, know how people N- do Nick it. Nick and I lived together in Rockville when we started our first company. We had a venture capitalist in uh, Washington, D.C., who basically said, you guys are dropping out of Syracuse and you're moving down with me if you're going to take all this money and you got to be here in this office working. So we moved into an apartment in Rockville, Maryland. Across the street from, I think... No, we actually moved into a Ramada for a month. Yeah, right. <laughs> Before. It's pretty awesome having your room cleaned every day. That is true. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie. That was actually a fun time. Yeah, um, it was. But when we finally got that place across from Rockville High We busted the TV High so School, we could hook up to Sega Genesis. That's absolutely right. Um, so when we were staying uh, at, at the apartment across the street, I think it was the East-West Highway was the street that I we don't crossed. All right, so there was a highway. Across the street was a government building, right? And at 3 o'clock and at 8 o'clock in the morning, the number of people that went into that building made it such that it would take you 35 minutes to cross that one street, which was the only access you could get from our development out to the to the free world. Do you remember oh, that? yes, our apartment. You, oh, you, so you'd be stuck at a light, and you'd be like, you looked at the oh, clock, and you're like, dude, it's going to be 25 minutes before I can get across the street. It was, it was really, brutal, it was like dude. the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen. I don't know what it's like living there now. I can't even imagine, because back then... You would pretty much leave your apartment in traffic, and you'd be in traffic like to get to Seven Eleven, and then there'd be no parking spot at Seven Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I, dude, there's just so I actually many thought that people. instead of the Washington Nationals, it should have been called the Washington Traffic. A- that would that would have been the best team name. <laughs> like, and then, like you go to the mall, there's no parking spot. You're just driving around in circles, stuck just, in traffic. Just way too many people. All right, so let's uh, let's throw another one. I'll go one your way, and actually, this is a fairly uh, this is perfect segue here. Who was named CEO of Apple when Steve Jobs resigned? Still the CEO to this day of Apple Computer Corporation. Not the richest man by uh, a long stretch, but still a very powerful man in oh, his own geez, right. I, I think I know it, but I feel like I should be a hundred percent on this. It should be easy, but is it Tim Cook? Tim Cook. All right. Tim Cook. So there you go. I was getting him confused with who was Hillary Clinton's running mate. Tim Kaine. That, that's, that's, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to get this wrong. Like, uh, Tim Cook versus Tim, Tim Kaine. Kaine yeah. yeah, I think he threw out the first pitch in a Red Sox game the other day. So I don't Who know Kaine? Yeah, no Cook. Oh Cook. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Throw one more back at me for general knowledge, and then we will transition into sports. Want another general knowledge one here? Oh yeah. One more. All right. True or one false? More. Okay. It's just I'm going to go with general knowledge on this one, even though it's kind of sports, but whatever. Okay. I got. It's got a lot of sports. So all right. Anyway. Uh, let's go with this. Uh, over-under. We'll go over-under eight minutes. Like over-unders. How long did it take for the McGregor-Mayweather fight to sell out? Over-under eight minutes. Uh, in Las Vegas coming up in... Uh, I'm going to go under. Under eight minutes? Yeah. The tickets are still on sale. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. You see, that's how you do it, folks. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, you can go pick up, like, Good seats still. Oh, yeah. They're shocked. It's like not selling anywhere near what they thought it was going to. Well, I mean, you know, the paper, they're charging at the Tropicana here $49 to go watch it. I'll go. Go, go to Vagabond. It's 10 bucks. I'll go. Yeah, Vagabond in Atlantic City. You're not going to be able to get near Vagabond yeah, if it's, it's 10 bucks. Yeah, well, it's 20 fight. the night of the, sh- uh, the I mean, night, you can't even door. get in there on a normal night. Oh, it's true. Place is Packed right all and, the time. And the, in the and every time they do, uh, is it a Saturday night? Yeah, it's like August. Oh, yes, yeah, forget it. Yeah. It's going to be half. Oh well, I guess if they're selling tickets, though, Could it be guarantees nice. you a late. certain amount. It's late because it's in Vegas, so like the fight itself is probably not going to happen oh, yeah, until like eleven thirty. So, all right, cool. Something along those lines. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'll play some. some it's so hard though to bet. It's like you got to bet on Dude, McGregor, it, but is, I feel like there's no way. There's no way you can win. Come on, folks. Come on. But I, I, I cannot I want to bring see it myself. Too, just because the guy is such a great, you know, smack talker. But, I mean, this is, come on. This is, uh, this isn't anything to 
Uh, yeah, you, you know where I, how I stand. All right, let's uh, save, save your more. money. Is all, save is all your... I can say, but yeah, I don't know. There's I mean, no way I could bet on Mayweather. Look, I can't stand the guy. Entertainment's entertainment. People love WWE. We know that's fake. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? So like, that's how I look at it. It's it's entertainment. Who knows what that guy's going to do? Just, I just hope McGregor goes in there throwing haymakers. That's what I want to say. Just throw in there and throw haymakers. That's what everyone wants to see. Just like you know, no structure. Just go at it, and you know, like a Tasmanian devil. All right, so transitioning to sports, I got uh, three good ones for you, so we'll go one at a time. Uh, speaking of crazy people, who took his son's AAU team off the floor and would not return until the female referee was replaced? Okay. For assessing him a technical There's foul. Only one person this could possibly, possibly be. be, right? Is it uh, LeVar Ball? LeVar Ball. Okay. Who I, I am nicknaming. <laughs> He's the... Uh, the WPIS. The, the WPIS. Yes. That's what I'm calling it okay. from now on. WPIS. We could just call that for LeVar Ball. Radio station WPIS. He is the worst person in sports. No. <laughs> okay. You've had enough of him already? I, I've had enough Not of him. Not one of these kids has played a pro game. This guy you've already the, had enough of this him? This guy is the worst person in sports. She assigned... She teed him up because he was being an obnoxious you know, SOB, complaining about every single call that went against his kid's team so can he, you tee up a person in the stands he's though? the coach oh he's the coach he's okay. the aau coach okay of, of his you know, gotcha third, That's yeah, totally yeah. different yeah. i didn't realize so he's on the, the he's at he's at a thing so he takes his team off the court and goes and demands that adidas remove the female ref before his team will come back on and play for it, teeing it, him up a, and you know what adidas did they removed the female ref and yeah, they should have just given him a loss they are getting a like Bombardment of bad publicity. They had to come out and say, like, we're going to go invest in training and how to. What, Adidas? Oh, yeah. People went nuts over this. Like, how dare you as a coach? Yeah, uh, you're just trying to. If you're Adidas, you're just trying to make. Oh, it's it's a nightmare. Like, how do you do do that? I I would ban this guy from the league. Your team is kicked out. Oh, yeah, I would. You are nowhere near. Like, People oh, have yeah. to get he's, this he's guy get... away from sports. That's a season-long He's suspension. done nothing in it. I've never heard of him before. He had a kid who's good. He has ne- – is he anything? Did he do anything? Is he somebody that I should know? I've never heard of him before this whole thing happened. I think he claims that he could beat Jordan one-on-one. <laughs> Michael Jordan said he could beat him if he had a leg amputated. <laughs> I believe him. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's ridiculous. So, LeVar Ball, congratulations. You are the worst person in sports, the W piss. All right, so this is my – W-P-I-S. Okay. I like like W-P-I-S, quite frankly. And it's really, you know, I I got no reason for it except for just, you know, jealousy or whatever you want to call it. But who's turning 40 today? You know I know the answer to this one. Uh, Did you see what happened on Google? Some Patriot fan hacked it. So when you typed in Google, who is the owner of the New York Jets? Tom Brady comes up with his picture. That's smiling. funny. Yeah, so like that's... speaking of the Jets, that picture you showed me of the uh, number fourteen. Oh, uh, it's the greatest. The Sam Darnold Jets there's jersey. Already, there's already Jet you fans get out. One of there's already Jet fans that have a number fourteen Sam Darnold jersey wearing it out. Don't jinx us, folks. Oh, I dude, mean, what a we don't even know how to lose right. So you right. know we're not gonna do we're not gonna do this right. Oh, uh, they'll play their hearts out week seventeen. Uh, it's just uh, we're we're gonna end up with the other one, and the other one will be like you know. I heard Tannehill's or... out for the season too, so now you're gonna end up beating the Dolphins. Twice. No way, Tannehill's out for the. That's season. That's what I heard. I mean, somebody said it. I I didn't. Oh my god, that's a terrible blow to Miami. I'm so crushed for them. I'm sure. It's a shame for Jarvis Landry because I really liked him this year because that guy catches so many balls. You figure he was going to score a few touchdowns. Come on, at some Matt point. Moore. Here comes Matt Moore. Um, all right, here's a good one for you. Uh, oh wait, no, I'm not done. Uh, oh yeah, so Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom turns Brady 40, turns right. forty. Yeah. So for in honor How of his birthday, how much longer can this guy keep going? Like Jesus, what are we at already? I mean, like, can he play at least forty-five? Because he he was the best quarterback ever last year, ever. Oh yeah. Ever so at thirty nine years old, he was the best QB he, of all he, time. Just look at the ball he throws; it's better now than it was ten years ago. Right. He's, just, yeah. I just, I, I don't get. He'll it. go until he gets like some kind of an injury, or right. he gets his head knocked or something. So I, I, I prepared some Tom Brady trivia for you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. I figure we'll go. Uh, Happy birthday, Tom. Love you. We'll go. I'm going to try to do this from the easiest. It's all jealousy, to the by most. the way. You realize that. Like, I know. Everybody I, I who hates it. him is just all jealousy. Of course. How the guy's not done be? nothing wrong. No. You know? I mean, he did leave his pregnant. Uh, model wife for another model? Oh, she's an actress, but. Oh, uh, whatever. 
True or false, um, Tom met Giselle on a blind date. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you're going on a blind date. Which one of Giselle? those gets the best end of that, you know? I guess both of them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even. Can you imagine? I don't know what that's like. I can't even imagine. I just can't imagine Giselle goes on a blind date. I just hope she's a huge pain in the ass. I she hope. doesn't even seem no, like No, that's the problem. <laughs> she's <laughs> Brazilian. They're like the yeah. best. They're the easiest in the entire world. I don't want to think about her anymore. Us. Let's move on. <laughs> Who has caught most of Brady's touchdowns? Who has caught of Tom most Brady's, of Tom Brady's Rob touchdowns? Rob Gronkowski. You got it. Yeah. 67. That's that. That was uh, that was my. I right, gonna get a little bit harder here. All right, true or false? Tom Brady won a national championship in college. True or false? Tom Brady won a national championship in college. As Drew Henson's backup, I don't remember Drew Henson winning a national championship. Uh, Brian Greasy's backup, maybe. I do remember Brian Greasy winning a national championship. So I'm gonna go true. You got it. Backing yeah. up Greasy in 1997, That's Brady right. got a national so, championship. So because Greasy. Was before Henson, right? And Brady was and Brady a freshman. was the backup. His freshman year, he won a national championship. Right. So, oh, that's all right, great. you're perfect that's so great. far. That's great. So he's a national champion. I knew you were going to know all these, but uh, so that's why I had prepared a whole list of them. All right, I got two more. Okay, two more. Uh, if, you, if you guys revel in uh, Nick's torture, uh, <laughs> Nick's torturing me, feel free. This is this is about a blind date. <laughs> no, right. uh, only team. That Tom has a losing regular season record. Regular season. So I know you were going to jump all over the, the G-Men, but... Yeah, no. What's the only team that Tom has a losing regular season record against? I know the answer, too, because it happened this year, but I can't remember. So I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers? No. It's the Baltimore he Ravens? owns the Steelers. Yeah. No. Gotcha, finally. No. And then I'll leave you with a tough one. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, okay. One and two against the yeah, Seattle Seahawks never. in his career. And uh, here you go. For 10 points That's almost each. not even fair because they, like, they don't even play. You know what I mean? Ah, it's like yeah, once in a cares? blue moon. One yeah. and two. Whatever. Got lucky twice. Yeah. Oh, uh, his numbers against like his division. Uh, forget it. You don't well, even want to know. Well, you know I wasn't going to say the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> one thing I could definitively tell you, it was not the Jets. He actually – there's a team that he's beaten more times than the Jets. Because the Jets do play them, like yeah, we've we've got like a handful of meaningful. There's one that just doesn't them. at all. The Dolphins? No, the no. Bills. The just, Bills. Yes, they, they don't just, beat anybody. They just crush oh, the Bills. Oh, so here's one right back at you because okay. it's the Bills segue, right? And then you could go back to your. I thing. just have one more for right, you. Throw it out. Then okay. I'll get my Bills. For segue. ten points each, name the two movies that Tom Brady appeared in as himself. For ten points each, name the two movies that Tom Brady appeared in as himself. I, I told you they got progressively tougher. So this is Ted, the last one. So Ted. Yes, Ted 2. Ted 2 is <laughs> you one got of that them, one. Right? I thought that was harder. No, because I remember that easy. whole sequence when they <laughs> they tried to go steal Tom Brady's sperm. Oh, okay. I, I saw Ted, but, but I didn't make it to us. Ted 2. Seth MacFarlane. Yo, oh, yeah, if, yo, if you are a fan of the Quizzo podcast, Seth MacFarlane, call us up because I will talk to you. You are worth speaking to. He is to one of the sir. most brilliant. You are a genius. I don't yeah. even know how to say it. You know, some of the stuff he's done, oh, Tom Brady. It, like He and Mark Wahlberg are con- uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I, I say that because Mark Wahlberg actually and Donnie have a chain called Wahlburgers, and they have a mobile food Wahlburgers truck that passed me on the Atlantic City Expressway. Oh, did it really? I've heard of the burger joint. Yeah, so they have Wahlburgers mobile truck stand apparently as as well. And like, I don't know, but I love <laughs> the fact that Donnie every now like he said this incarnation of his life is mostly people coming up to him going, "How's high pitch?" What's going uh, yeah. on with high pitch? Yeah. How's high pitch, Donnie? Big, big fan. High pitch is a big fan. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. All right, okay. so here is a good one for you as a segue to how miserable the Buffalo Bills are. Well, wait, are. you missed the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You know, I thought you would know this one. I'm surprised. It's funny. I thought you would get the other one and not know Ted, too, but nothing. Ah, I mean, I'm sure if I thought about it, I he could He appeared in the it. show, and they made a movie. Nah. It's one of our favorite shows. What? Entourage. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, but like that kind of I don't know. That's that kind of off. that's kind of a cheat because like I don't everyone even think I saw the Entourage everyone movie. appears on Entourages <laughs> themselves. I did see the Entourage movie. Oh yeah, was it any good? Yeah, you know it was that it last was, season. Was, Entourage was a, just left me. With it was a, a couple of episodes of Entourage. That was the movie. Yeah. I tried <laughs> to go back and rewatch the series, and then I was going to watch the movie, and uh, somewhere after like 
Salt Lake that episode, uh, I, I stopped. You know, I don't know. I, I I don't know why I was so attracted to that. Oh, such a great show. Yeah, the early seasons of that show are the best. It, it is Loved a great it. show. There's there's definitely a lot. To it also came it. out at the perfect time in our lives to like that type of humor. Sure. Like we were still in that buddy years, like that post college. There's no so question. Still with your friends all the time. And... All right. So my uh, my segue question to you was: okay. Who was the last Buffalo Bills coach to lead their team to the playoffs? Well, I know the team because they were. Uh, was it? Jeez, was their last appearance the Music City Miracle? Was that their last <laughs> game, <laughs> postseason game? That's crazy. If that's the if that's the case, it could be. Could be right. Jeez, I remember what happened. I can't remember who was the coach of that team though, so I'll just say Levy because I don't have nope. a guess. Wade Phillips. Oh. I should have known that. Yeah, Wade Phillips, last uh, coach. As soon as you said it, boom. All right, I, I still uh, I still got two more for you, but uh, all right, throw one. You uh, want a sports one back? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you see who got married in a green jacket? Jordan Spieth. Nope. Spieth won the. Uh... He's won the Masters, though. That's true. So, no, I, I didn't. Sergio. Oh. Took him forever to win his first major, Maybe. won the Masters this year, got married, wore the green jacket. Still wearing it's it. awesome. People are going to be like, Sergio, <laughs> the B.O., bro. You got to get that thing washed. It's not supposed to be a... Good for him, though. He won that jacket uh, yeah, yeah. just in time. And, and I'm glad you gave me a golf one because I got a, I got a, uh, I got a segue back to you. Okay. Bobby Jones established what golf club in 1933? Legendary golfer. The, uh, Augusta. Jones. Augusta National Golf yeah. Club. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a golf fan, so I figured you would. But if you're out there in the general world, I don't think most people know that Bobby Jones was the, you know, was behind Augusta. Oh yeah, it was interesting too back then because they they played like amateur championships, and mm-hmm. it was more prestigious to be an amateur golfer back then because mm-hmm. golf was thought of as this like game for the rich. Sure. And presidents played it and things of like. So to play golf professionally was less respected. Than and to be an amateur. Yeah, that's and, interesting. Yeah, and that's that's like so. The majors back in the '30s, where the U.S. amateur hmm. was a major championship, makes total sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty I, interesting. I like that one. All right, um, you got anything left in sports? I have one more for you, which I think is worthy oh, of mention. Oh, did you see who the newest to the three thousand hit club is? I did, um, and it was amazing because I didn't even realize that he was still Me, playing. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize he was close to close to this number. Uh, Beltre, right? Yeah, Beltre. Was he? Is he's on uh, Texas now, right? On, on, te- on Texas, sure. he's been in the bigs. He came up with the Dodgers when he was nineteen. Yeah, so I think he's up to thirty nine now. He was on Seattle. He for needs a while, like forty six home runs to get into that prestigious three thousand hit five hundred. Oh, that's you know. I think he's going to stick around for it. I think he's got the numbers still. Sure, he's been around forever. Well, well plus if he's a DH, somebody I mean, just blasted him for that thing that he used uh, performance enhancing drugs, but he's never been caught. So what do you do? I mean, come on. Pretty much if you're Dominican and you got 500 home runs and you played in the last 20 years, they're going to blame you for well, it. Right. In, in this day, that and, was age, never in this day and age, who you know who wasn't? I, I mean, Bagwell just went into the Hall of Fame. Sure. I'm more surprised if I hear somebody wasn't using performance. I'll tell you one guy who hasn't. Ichiro. That guy <laughs> That guy's 64 years old, still playing Major League Baseball. He came into the league. People don't know this. He came into the league at 49 years old. <laughs> It was an amazing thing. He just started, and then Looks he's great. got 3,000 hits. No, he really does not age. He's, he's, it's crazy what that guy does. All right, so here's uh, my last uh, sports question for you, and it's at the end of the round, so 20 points if you can get both answers. Give me the two NBA expansion teams from 1988. 1988, the NBA expanded for the first time in a long time. What All two right. teams came into the <clears throat> league that year? Okay. So I was 10 years old. <laughs> Sounds like the Miami Heat and the Orlando Magic. One for two, Nick. Oh, no, wait, wait. All right. Charlotte? Charlotte Hornets. Damn. Miami Heat and the Charlotte Magic Hornets. Magic came later. Yes. The Magic worked. And that's, I didn't think about it. And that enough. was the tricky, that's the what I assume people will get one but not the other. I, I think people will double up with Heat and, and Orlando. But I it was thought about that one. The Hornets. Time. And uh, I think one of the one of my favorite players ever was the maybe one of the first draft picks, if not the first draft pick of the Hornets. You know who that was? The guy I told you. Larry Johnson? Well, he's one of my favorite also. He was, you know, part of uh, that amazing UNLV team. But, um, no, it was one of the guys that I rode on that plane back to uh, New Jersey with amongst the entire Georgetown basketball team. So I sat so? with three guys. Alonzo Morning. Yep. 
uh, in between Dikembe Mutombo and Alonzo Mourning. Fortunately, Dikembe Mutombo didn't say who wants to sex Mutombo <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> I'm while surprised. He was in college, Why not? Which <laughs> could. So can you imagine a a a four foot little white kid sitting in between John Thompson, Alonzo Mourning, and Dikembe Mutombo on the first row of a plane because they put the kids in the first row because that's where you have to be, and they put them <laughs> in the first row. You don't have row. a photo of that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the... Uh, that's There's only the, so many of those. You're like, that, like, that's I wish I had a space, picture of that, but... That's the space with leg room. You those three. That's the space with leg room. You know, in the, fr- the front... It wasn't the front row of first class. There was no first class, right? So it just had the most room for your legs. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't know. It was... Uh, I mean, I, I still to this day remember how terrified I was at first before I realized, like... You know, because uh, even at that time, they weren't... I mean, they were, they were super famous with Ewing. But I don't think that team was as famous until later in that season. This happened in, like, September. So it's fairly early on. All right. Um, that is it for sports. Let's do some geography history. Why don't you throw one at me, and then I'll, uh, I'll okay. fire back at you. I on got, a lighter I note, a one. Uh, what city has the most homicides so far this year? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's winning this wonderful race? Uh... <laughs> I actually came across this because it was a race like Cancun versus this city. <laughs> Who's been <laughs> murdered more no. because Cancun's having Jeez, a lot of I problems. Think, when I think homicides, I think Chicago. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really, I mean, it really is amazing to me because Chicago is such a beautiful city. Oh, yes. And, like, Chicago land is so amazing. And, like, the, Wrigleyville you know, Schaumburg. It's so just, awesome. It's got, you know, Newton. It's, uh, that's, uh, to- that's totally Massachusetts. Wrong city. But uh, what am I thinking of? What's the, what's the other... Uh, Edison Park. That's that's okay. what I was that's what I was going for. But uh, you know the, the Chicago land suburbs. Yes, right? gorgeous, awesome. You know, Northwestern. Ferris Bueller. Evanston. <laughs> Evanston's what I wanted. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's where Northwestern yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. Right, right. Evanston. Remember that lake? Sure. Oh, it's just absolutely gorgeous. But most homicides. <laughs> it, it must be a designated area. It is. It's the area like right surrounding the White Sox, well, the White Sox Stadium. Play. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's the South Side. Yeah, it's you don't want to go there. Like you. you you know, you might no, die. I drove through it once, though. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah. I went to the All-Star game there. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah? We parked, like, a mile and a half away from it. The New Comiskey Park? The is New Comiskey Park. It? I parked a mile and a half away from it and walked through most oh. of that neighborhood to get to oh. the All-Star game. And they had a lot of police, though. I mean, it was, like, droves of people walking. Because of the event. Time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but it was not uh, – it was nervous. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> so right now – Chicago is beating Cancun. Is beating Cancun, and we'll check back in, 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 at the end see, of the year and see. The one thing is, though, like Cancun is a resort destination. That strikes me as a problem yes. from a branding <laughs> yes, standpoint. If you're going to go on vacation, come on, hey, where do you want to go? Uh, do you want to go to St. Thomas, or I mean, do you want to go to? The, the, I mean, I'll take a trip to, to the, Chicago. Though. Do you want to go to you the know? murder capital <laughs> of the world? <laughs> I've been to Chicago, though. <laughs> Seems like there's a lot more people in Chicago than oh in Cancun. God. Though, so. All right, so this one holds a special place in my heart because I visited it, but it was also the answer on a where in the world is Carmen San Diego question on the show that I was on. And I'll tell you a very bizarre story because uh, this one really is, is crazy. But um, let me see if you get the answer to this first, and then I'll, I'll tell you the story. What San Francisco Square is famous for its chocolate? Girardelli. Girardelli, and you know how to pronounce that. Congratulations. What, and you call it Ghirardelli? The host of Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego could not pronounce that, and we did 11 takes what for him to say? get it right. Ghirardelli. Ghir. Ghirardelli. 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 And he screwed it up 11 times. And on the 11, like, I mean, we were there for almost an hour for him to spell, uh, to say Ghirardelli Square properly. And I can understand it's a little bit complicated, but whatever. So, turns out, people put everything on the internet these days, Nick, right? Right. Every, everything except my one episode, <laughs> because fifty-seven episodes of the first season of Where in the World of Carmen Sandiego are online, and I cannot find my episode in it. Oh, you'll show up. I hope so because I'm. My dad's got the VHS tape, so I want to get so it and like put it up yourself. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's kind of weird. I was hoping you know. No, I'm sure the people that it. put it up there were the people that were on it. Yeah, I well, I, somebody's organized them all, and like you know. But I found like this kid Elon who was basically like my alternate on that show, and then he uh, he got called uh, to do an episode after my episode was on, and I found his episode, and it was like, oh, my God, I must be in the right spot. And I'm, I'm looking, you know, I spent 45 minutes searching through these oh, geez, old dude. grainy things, and I couldn't find it, so I was <laughs> bummed out. I was hoping I could send the link out to the world and be like, here. And I lost, by the way. I lost. I came in last place because I had an insane crush on the girl that I was competing against. She went to my uh, my school, and she was a year older than me. Her name was Alyssa Matlin. I, I even remember. Oh, that's not fair. No. And, like, the entire time, I was just like, 
you know, I cannot believe I'm spending this much time one-on-one with this girl. That's all, the only thought that went through my head. And then when it came to the final uh, question, I got it right but didn't bet enough. Oh, jeez. So I lost. And I was like, in retrospect, why wouldn't I bet all of the fake what crime the bucks final? I had? Yeah, what was the final question? What are they uh, called, the crime bucks? Yeah, crime bucks. Okay. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know if I remember the last question of the round, right. uh, the last question of the game. But uh, all right, so Giardelli, you got it right. Throw one back at me. I'll give you, give you one more there. All right, I got uh, man, I got a great one for you here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love this here. All right, so there's two U.S. state capitals, okay? Okay. That have been named for people who were executed. I like it. <laughs> I like it. What two? This is a lead-in for my Chicago question. <laughs> <laughs> the two state capitals that we celebrate named after people who were executed. It's funny how time passes, and it's like this guy got executed, and then it's also, you know, name, cities are named after them. God. It's, they're uh, tough. I'm not going to yeah, lie to you. It's, 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 they're uh, not easy either. No. I mean, you know, I have to, like, uh, like is Montpelier somebody? No. Did he'd die. No. You know, Montsoir Montpelier. Uh, I have no idea. Was it close? Yeah, I guess. I, I'm, well, I'm trying to think of people, just state capitals that are named after people. I'm starting there and then trying to think if there's anybody. There's so well, many let me give aren't. you a clue on one of them. Okay. Because it's a good clue. Uh, one of them is uh, executed for his religious beliefs. Yeah, so... Um, no, that's not even the capital. Um, Jesus' is buddy. Jesus's buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I, get, I mean. I'm trying to hand it to you. Uh, I, mean, you know, I, I ain't Judas. What, not no, no, it wasn't his buddy <laughs> wasn't either. His but buddy. what uh, do they call? What do, what do Jesus's buddies start with? What do their names all start with? Saints. So, okay. okay, so Saint Paul. There you Minnesota. go. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should have gotten that Saint Paul. Uh, it's it, Austin. Is there maybe like a cowboy that ran into the foul side of the law? No, not Austin. <laughs> that would have been nice. Is it another saint? No, it is a sir. Oh, it is a sir. Hmm. Who was beheaded. I like it. All right, so St. Paul dead. Uh, We could cross him off. Who is the beheaded person that had the state capital? Richmond. I hope he was beheaded. my memory. I'm just I'm like literally going state after state after state trying to think. I think the thing uh, is you just wouldn't realize this guy was executed. You, You know the name, but you just... I had no idea he was executed. All right, give me the time zone. I'm gonna, let, let me see. Oh, the there. south. Right, One of the south. southern states. Okay. Uh, Jackson. Nope. Uh, uh, Montgomery? Nope. That might not even be a capital. <laughs> uh, is it Birmingham? Is it capital? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Let's go. Sir Walter Ryle. Raleigh. Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Wow. So Raleigh lost his head, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah, which I just didn't know. Poor poor guy. All right. So there you go. Uh, St. Paul and uh, Sir Walter Raleigh. Yeah, I should have. I, you know, it's funny. I went through North Carolina, and I didn't think of the right city. I don't even know that I think of <laughs> so, that as being. Yeah, I, d- I definitely wouldn't have gotten that. The it's economic capital is Charlotte. So, you know, that's, I think that's where my head went originally. I, this is a good one. It's actually, uh, I should have segued right from sports because we were talking about so much golf, but. On what California peninsula would you find the legendary Pebble Beach golf course? I gotta know this. And the legendary Pebble Beach, in fact. So the California peninsula that Pebble Beach is located on. Is it Monterey? It is. It is Monterey Peninsula. So there you go. Beautiful place to visit, especially whenever. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think I've been to Monterey, but... I haven't played Pebble Beach. It's on the uh, bucket list, as they say. Of course. Say. Of course. All right. If you got one more, you could throw it at me. We're making pretty good time here. All right. I like this one, too. I could make this a bonus, too. You could do 10 each for these. What are the two oldest automobile brands in the U.S.? What are the two oldest automobile brands in the U.S.? Okay. So Ford has got to be one, right? Wrong. Really? And it's an interesting story about one of them, but we'll get to it after we do the answer. So... If it ain't Ford, then uh, Chrysler? Nope. Jeez. Ford, Lincoln, Mercury is all one group. But uh, Lincoln could be older, I suppose. Lincoln? They're both GM 
brands at this point. Buick? Buick is the oldest. Wow, okay. Uh, Chevy? Nope. Uh, I don't know then. They're both the cars that I drive. Uh, Cadillac. Buick and the Cadillac. So Buick and Cadillac are the two They're oldest. They're the two oldest brands. And what's interesting is Henry Ford right? started Cadillac. That was his second company. And it failed. And his third company was Ford, as we know it. And that little failed Cadillac stuck around and ended huh. up getting bought by GM. Interesting. So, so that's... Henry Ford actually started Cadillac. I did not know that, yeah. even though that's, yeah, because I didn't associate them with. Uh, no, you would think brand. Ford for sure. Yeah, would be similar first. to like last week, we talked about Smith and Wesson. They both worked for Winchester. Right. So, right. Yes. so Cadillac, who you don't associate with Ford because they're a GM product, was actually started by the Henry Ford Motor Company. Went bankrupt. Ford started Ford as we know it today, and Henry Ford Motor Company's Cadillac brand went to GM. That's fantastic. Who right. had also had Buick. All right, let's do some uh, some entertainment. I didn't know here. Buick was the oldest either. That no, that surprised me. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked. So, uh, all right, this is a good one. I, I've been dying to ask you this. I've been dying right. to ask you this to see if you can get this one. Okay. So I'm going to start entertainment with this, and I I like this one so much. <laughs> I played it as a sound clip a couple of times this week as well. So, what song by Survivor was used as the theme to Rocky Four? The band Survivor. What song by the band Survivor was used as the theme to Rocky Four? Right, I gotta know this. At one point, this was my favorite movie. I figured it. It is um, your wheelhouse. Just the name of it is escaping me here. Let me try to figure out the song. Is it the? Is it when he's training in Russia? Is that the song? Yeah, no, could be. No, you know how could be the montage. That? Yeah, it's the montage. It is song. that. All it right, is the so montage is song. Is it like? Oh, this driving me nuts uh man i'm too embarrassed to start singing into the microphone to try to get the name of it oh man burning is burning in it <laughs> yes it very well might be it very well might be it very well might be i'm gonna help you out i'm no, gonna help you no, out no, 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 no. Is it hearts are burning? Burning heart. Burning heart! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta listen to this, okay? First of all, this is the sequel, not to just Rocky, the, the soundtrack to Rocky IV. This is the sequel song to Eye of the Tiger, because they basically told Survivor, can you write that song again for this movie? And they said, yes, we can. And I think they actually we'll made it this. better this time. L- listen I to the lyrics, this. though. It's so funny. Collide, uh, U.S., <laughs> Russia... Great. I feel like climbing up a mountain. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Growing a beard. Chopping <laughs> wood. Carrying a tree. One guy's getting injections in this scene and his, his muscles. watches on. Right. The other guy's doing sit-ups with Lou holding his ankles down. What was that, like, thing that he was punching that would tell you the pounds per square inch? In the burning heart. That's I couldn't get it. Oh, the great Rocky montage. Probably the best montage ever, right? Rocky IV's training montage. I mean, is Rocky this not? Ford isn't this the sequel though? To, the isn't this? Isn't ever. this the sequel to Eye of the Tiger? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's the same song. Like, so Survivor basically has two songs I know about, and they're both the Rocky, <laughs> you know, Rocky tribute songs. It's all well, like, who did "Gonna Fly" now? Uh, I don't know, but it was not uh, Survivor. Like drawing a blank on who who did Gonna Fly now? It's Bill Conti. No. Yes. Bill Conti. Bill Conti. Theme from Rock. You could have given me three hundred guesses that I wouldn't have gotten <laughs> no, Bill, Bill Conti. Conti. No wonder I, I was up, drawing a blank. I looked it up, folks. You could hear the typing in the background. That was the whole idea. So yeah, I, I mean, tried to sound no, There was no chance of getting Bill Conti. All right, throw one at me. I got plenty more before we. Take out this uh, this podcast, and we got to get to the uh, we got to do the uh, the postman segment. I forgot, I almost forgot you, buddy. We'll have to get you at the end there. All right, let me do my entertainment. Then you do one. We'll do the postman. Then I got something else. Okay. All right. Does the name Robert Shroud mean anything to you? I'm sorry, Robert Stroud. Robert Stroud. Glenn Stroud means something to me, but not Robert Stroud. Okay. Let me ask you this. 
What ornithologist? <laughs> I don't even what know was ornithologist Robert Stroud's nickname? What was ornithologist <laughs> Robert Stroud's nickname? Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, I don't have the slightest idea. <laughs> I, I, the clue is ornithologist. I, right. And, uh, Do you know what an ornithologist is? I have is? not the slightest idea. I'm so sorry about that, folks, but my, I, I am bad with uh, doctors that I've had not had to personally visit yet. Have I had to go to this for any reason? Ornithologist? I no, like you I'm... don't go to this. This is like a uh, somebody who's a, a fan of something or a, you know, somebody who's into, into birds. Oh. Ornithologist is like a bird watcher. It's not a doctor? No. I feel much better. No, it's like a... That's good. I, think it's I was like, I've never like heard a, of an you know, ornithologist. I was like, what do they examine? Okay. There's people with those books, and they check the bird off every once in a while when they see Fair it. Fair enough. So, so the question so is... Ornithologist uh, is like a bird enthusiast. So give me the question again. Uh, what was ornithologist Robert Stroud's nickname? The bird watcher? The bird man. The bird man. Okay. Birdman of Alcatraz. Oh, there know. you go. a movie about the life of Robert Stroud. It's tough, but, you know, for those... Classic movie fans, I think they'll get yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard the Birdman of Alcatraz before. That certainly sticks. So he, that's what he was like. He he was just somebody like. Well, he was birds. a prisoner right. at Alcatraz, and they called him the Birdman. Okay, because he was a bird watcher, an ornithologist. <laughs> that was your because clue. he killed birds. <laughs> no, no, he's a bird lover. That's good. All right, I got one more for you, and uh, this is actually fairly interesting. I'm guessing you'll get the answer to this, but it's just good uh, topic though. But what company? Uh, that's famous for its television rating system, has decided to start to include statistics from Netflix, Hulu, and various other streaming services. All right, good for them, but how are they going to get that information? Curious to know that. All right, so the, Nielsen? Nielsen, yep. So Nielsen's going to start to try to I wonder to if they're going to get actual data from Netflix or if they're just going to say people are on Netflix. I, well, I think they'll, they probably, figure have, that out they'll probably have the same prescription in terms of measuring meaning they have random sample sizes of people i mean i've been told that they... netflix will not let that information right but that's out not what because nielsen they use does it as anyway. a bargaining nielsen does nielsen i'm sure could develop the technology to have a specific thing but what they do is they do sample size so they do statistic analysis so yeah. they just say okay let's get a small cross-section of the population okay. see what they watch and then extrapolate it out and even if it's within certain, you know, uh, standard deviations. Just, that's basically how statistics works. Right. You know, whenever you hear these presidential polls or popularity polls, they don't call every person in America and ask their opinion. No, they do and a get thousand a random people. Right, and, right. And, and, and there's that. all kinds of flaws in those systems as well. So, but, but Nielsen's yeah, going to start Hence the presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, Nielsen's going to, uh, to start to include that as well as social media. Uh, apparently, uh, they're taking that into account in terms of measuring popularity of a show as well. So how much mention a show is generating online after an episode, things like that. So It's got to be crazy. Like Think about when like, we grew up and everybody watched the same shows. There, there weren't that many to choose from. Yeah, I mean, now <laughs> you're you had competing like, with so many different It's the golden age of television, and to an extent, they're right. Because to, a, there's just... to a point, I feel overwhelmed. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I give up. Oh, I have seen a gem, though. I'm going to give a, a spontaneous okay. shout-out. Have you seen Brockmire yet? Okay, I know about it. Brockmire? And okay. uh, somebody, somebody is... Also told me about it. That's it great. is absolutely freaking hysterical. Maybe one of the funniest shows I have ever seen in my life. There was actually how do I see? Is it on like the UFC channel? IFC. IFC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can get it online. IFC.com. If you have your regular cable thing, you can watch. Is it, it on demand? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So just so, but, on demand. But do you know the premise of this? this yeah, show? it's uh, the dude from The Simpsons, yeah, Hank Hank Azaria. Azaria. Right. And he is a sportscaster. Right, okay. And so. apparently his whole life he's had the sportscaster voice or something. No, no, no. So here's the premise, all right? I got I to gotta set it up for you because it's just so perfect. 2007, okay. Hank Azaria, okay, is like the – not Vin Scully, but he's like, you know, Kansas City Royals version of Vin Scully. He's all right. There, they love him. You know, he's got that voice. He grew up listening to Vin Scully. He's, he's Bob Euchre. That's okay. who he is, okay? He finds out his wife's cheating on him, Okay. So he's in the middle of a broadcast, takes a huge swig of alcohol, and just lets loose the craziest rant anybody's ever heard in their entire life. Is that an episode one? It's the first moment of the show. So you turn on the show and you get the rant. This is exactly. You get the swig and the rant. The swig starts like, all right, three, two. And there's a fly ball into a hole the size of my wife's gaping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So he just goes total meltdown mode and then leaves the country. 
right? Like just picks up leaves. in the middle of the season, so he gets uh, fired. Oh, of course he gets fired. I mean, he literally they you know the first okay. sequence is I people pounding the door to try to get him out of the broadcast booth because you know kids or ears are being covered at uh, family picnics in the stadiums like screaming. I mean, what he go the rant he goes on. He <laughs> forgot to hit the cough button. Yeah, exactly, and um, goes away for ten years to the middle of absolute nowhere, uh, just disappears off the face of the earth, and then gets contacted a decade later by Amanda Pete, who owns a terrible minor league baseball team in a podunk town in Pennsylvania that is totally destroyed by fracking. Okay. <laughs> okay? So right. the fracking company is the only company that gives jobs. Okay. Everyone's beholden to – the team name's the frackers. Okay. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> okay. And and she basically takes this insane loan out to save the team and like the you know the what happened to her movie wants, career? Yeah, you know, <laughs> she I, just owns for, the frackers now on IFC. It's a, I mean, yeah, right. she was it's a movie a, star like a couple first, years ago. It's wasn't the first she? thing I've really liked her. No <laughs> offense, Amanda, but I love her in this. So, uh, so she find you know her. She grew up a huge fan of this guy, and she's big into baseball. So she tried to track him down and bring him to this uh, minor league team to be their announcer to rejuvenate his career. So she brings him back, and now you got a guy whose tenure of total alcoholism has been in, like, Taiwanese prostitution houses for the last decade, just living out his days in total oblivion. And he comes to this, you know, podunk town in Pennsylvania, and that's the show. And he got his job back? Well, he got a job for an unaffiliated minor league team <laughs> full of, you know, total vagabonds. And, wow. and just, oh, it's, dude, it is so All right, so how many episodes funny. in are you? Eight. There's it, only eight. It's eight? Yeah, there's you, eight. You did them all? The whole season. Was worth it. I got it done in three three and a half you think four season hours. two is gonna come oh yeah okay absolutely it's it is so funny it so you know there right, you go cool. brock meyer folks brock meyer um let's see do i have another question for you uh well let's uh let's give you the should we do the mailman segment yeah do it all right so let's hope that i have the right clip for the mailman here and uh hopefully this is his question that would be indonesia oh that's the answer <laughs> All right. Was it the country with the most we'll do uh, a, Muslims? Do a Jeopardy I'm style. To, yeah. Do a Jeopardy what style. What is the country with the most Muslims? Let's, what is the fourth most populated country? Right. Let's see what the what Let's is, see what the question is this time. I'll ask guy three of them this week. All right, it's fine. All right, question All right. one. Which country is home to the most active or which country is home to the most volcanoes? Oh, Indonesia. That was another one. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were right there. We got the answer to that one. And, I uh, would have been that fast though if I had heard it already. <laughs> yeah, I actually got that one right. So right, right off the bat, I knew that right. I, I would have gotten it right too. Yeah, I'd seen it somewhere when yeah. I was doing that Iceland, uh, you know, whole yeah. thing in the research. It, it came up. So all right, hopefully this is a question and not an answer. Mount Etna is considered the oldest active volcano in the world, with its first recorded eruption happening in 1500 BC. Where is it located? Mount Etna is in Italy. Mount Etna is in Italy. Uh, Mount Etna is located in Sicily, Italy. You got it. Bingo. And number three. All right, so number. So three. it's all about volcanoes. I guess, yeah. Right. I guess we're. I guess we got volcano questions. Let's try to guess the True or false? The opening where lava erupts from a volcano is called the mouth. True or false? The opening where lava erupts from the volcano is called the mouth. I, I will tell you, I guessed false because I, I use the theory of why would you be asking me this question if that was the answer? Right. So that's why I went false. I didn't know the answer, but that's why I went false. Yeah, I'm thinking like the mouth of the river, but have I ever heard the mouth of a volcano? Hmm. Hmm. I wish he asked it, what is it called? Because then I could have guessed the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but... I'm kind of with your thought process, but I don't know if the mailman has the same thought process. I'll, I'll go true. Did Sorry. it true and false at first because it might have switched it up. But yeah. the answer is false. Ah. It's called the vent. The, the vent. vent. Never heard of it. There you go. So there's some uh, volcano trivia courtesy of our favorite mailman out there. Thanks. Shout out to him as well. Uh, anything else you want to say before we uh, check out for the day here on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast? Yeah, I do. I got something here. Have you heard of this pbs show coming out called finding your roots finding your roots no all right so pbs has got a show called finding your roots okay the premise of the show is that they take a celebrity okay and they you know find out more about their lineage okay okay so you kind of go in finding your roots finding your roots okay <laughs> all right so our boy from curb went in larry larry david yeah 
Is he related to Bernie Sanders? I, I think I heard that from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that that he's actually it. related to Bernie Sanders. We've had a conversation before where I was like, I don't even like Bernie Sanders' politics, but I would vote for him because just he reminds a, me of, of Larry, Larry David, David. And I just want to see Larry David more. Right. And I love Larry David. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. His, his, my favorite line by far. But is, he was doing him on SNL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when Larry David goes, uh, like, what's your plan for saving money? He goes, we're going to have one Netflix password. And everyone's going to share it. <laughs> <He's gonna> share. <laughs> that was Larry David as Bernie the Sanders. Thing ever. So, like, literally, I could not be further away from Bernie Sanders politically. Right. But I'll vote for him because yeah, I like mean, Larry against Sanders. Hillary or uh, right. Trump. Yeah, yeah, I would have voted for him just because he reminded me of Larry. There are a lot of guys out there that would have voted for Sanders over Trump out, that voted for Trump, folks. Turns out they are uh, third cousins or something third, like that. That's crazy. And you want to hear something else that's interesting? Uh, Bernie Sanders' brother. Larry Sanders, okay, okay, ran for a political position in what country? Jeez, did I see? I know I've read about Bernie Sanders and his life and growing up because I was like, how does a guy from Vermont have that accent? Accent? <laughs> he's from Brooklyn. Yeah, he's from <laughs> Brooklyn. And jeez, oh, his brother moved out of the country, huh? Yep. Uh, you would think this would be ringing more of a bell. So, I'll say if Bernie went to Vermont, Larry went to Canada. Larry Sanders ran for MP in England. Really? Yeah, he's he is a English resident, lived there for a very very long time, and not he was you know, Bernie was insanely popular in England, but Larry did not win the uh, <laughs> the seat. <laughs> That's so. funny. So there you go, folks. All right, I, Bernie might run again. He said he hasn't. Uh... I saw him shooting some baskets, you know. <laughs> uh, he could still throw the old football through the swinging tire, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, all right, folks, that does it for this week's Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. I hope you don't mind. I got up a little early, so I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. Yeah, it took a little while to get her warmed up. She sure is a stubborn one. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. Still drinking? No, 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 no. I, I don't. That's, that's behind me now. I just, why is it behind?